Today's podcast is brought to you by Borders. In May, thousands of Harry Potter fans descended upon New Orleans for the Phoenix Rising Conference. Borders and your friendly podcast hosts were there to take in the sights and share a lively discussion of the series that bewitched the world. Listen in and watch the action yourself. Check out the Phoenix Rising Borders Book Club discussion at bordersmedia.com slash Harry Potter or click the Borders banner at the top of the podcast page. Welcome, welcome to another... Hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we're always talking, you're always listening, we're always talking, we're Pottercasting, hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we talk about the Harry Potter stuff, yeah, we talk about the Harry Potter stuff, we talk about the Harry Potter. Hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we're always talking, you're always listening. Hey Potter people, hey Potter people, we're always talking, we're Potter casting. What? Oh, check it out, check it out, look, 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 look. There's a red one, there's Gryffindor, wait, 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 Sue. It's a Hufflepuff microphone, check it out. You get to be Ravenclaw. That's totally inappropriate. Well, we have other people who no. Thank you guys. Thank you for that wonderful intro, Borders. Where's Fred's mic? What? Where's Fred's mic? See, not only does John have Fred, which this is Fred, Sue now has Bernie the Beaver. It's a badger! Badger! (laughs) Beaver. Whatever it is. Oh, gosh. And I had a lion that somebody gave me, but it's, I think, I think Fred ate it. It's Mufraka. It's, his name is Mufraka, but we'll, Mufraka. Find him, we'll find him for another show. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, we have a special surprise. We haven't announced this because we were so up in the air about it. Oh, wow, you look really like Luna. Sorry. Right? Aww. She's got her wand behind her ear and everything. Um, awesome. If, I don't know how many Wizard Rock fans we have here today. <laughs> well, the piano is not for John's you know, opening I solo can do some number. Tunes if you guys I want. I know you could. That would be rocking. The piano is for our friends, the Moaning Myrtles, who are here. Yay! Woohoo! They'll be they'll be playing after it, it's somewhere in the middle. We'll figure it out. Anyway, welcome to Bridgewater, where it's really hard to drive. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little. We got a little lost. We have a couple of stories. First of all, John. <laughs> Fred's story. How about your tooth? We're not going to talk about well, that. Well, we should explain it. No, I'm going to hold the mic up up here. Actually, <laughs> no. John chipped his tooth off. Wait, yep. <laughs> Yeah. This morning. It's so cute. It's the rest of it is in his suitcase. So if he if he looks a little. <laughs> yeah, I know. Amigo. Anybody got any glue? We have no toxic to go to the things. Store. No toxic things. Anybody got any glue? No. It's only it's only because we haven't had time to go to the store that he doesn't have crazy glue. I didn't talk to Mama. No. Yeah. This is Mama sure. and Nelly, by the way. It's my Hello. Mom. Um, the disembodied phone voice from the first leaky. But mug. we love her. Oh love yeah. Her. Anyway, so that's story number one. Story number two. We just came from... My favorite place oh, in the world. Oh, I don't have my cup. My that is your cup. Chipotle. Isn't no, it? This is yours. No, this is mine. Mm. I don't know how I get him to convince me to go every single oh, time. Oh, come on. You had a good salad, I've been yelling the whole day. You got a Chipotle. I don't want to go to Chipotle. You well, got a Chipotle. These, we have these free Chipotle cards we have to use from... Who was it this time? A lovely Allison, Allison, Allison from Phoenix. Phoenix. Thank you very much, yep. Allison from I've Phoenix. I've been carrying them in my bag the whole trip, and John's been yelling that we have to go to Chipotle. I know. Come on. What the hell? And, you know, we did. We Today, finally, finally. We, we did. But, mm-hmm. you know, like five minutes before the show starts. No. Let's go to Chipotle. Yeah. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. Mm. And they said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll make it. 
Just barely. Just barely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so John's been moaning the whole trip every time we want to get food that's like fresh or organic, and oh. you know oh, yeah. he's been moaning. <laughs> it. What, 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 what? Has anybody <laughs> played the Order of the Phoenix video game yet? What, what are you doing? No, don't change the topic. No, 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 no. no. The very, 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 no, very no, beginning no. of the, no. the game when they're teaching. What's the deal with trying to keep Molly from moaning all the time? Oh yeah. Have you guys played that yet? That's all they talk about. And maybe the people at home who have heard, read, played the game, because you know what the hell. I do. It's always serious. as like we have to repair these dishes before Molly starts moaning, moaning. again. It's, like, <laughs> it's not it's like moaning Molly. It's moaning Myrtle. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's very, very scary. Yeah. Anyway, um, what, what did that I, have I to just, do? Before I forgot, I had, I had to mention it. No, before he's trying to change the topic off of organic. Off. And I'm like, oh, right, okay. Organic. Because he's been, he's been, every time we want something fresh, and what, what, you know, he starts complaining. If you had a, a chemical that could make your favorite food bigger and better, why, what's See? wrong? Like that. We're like, exactly. <laughs> don't you get it? So Chipotle, his like temple of, of you know everything. We walk in and there's signs everywhere. We raise our chicken, you know, and beef, you know, with vegetarian feed and all organically. And those, on the back of the cup, every cup we get has like an organic story. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. It made me very happy. Mm. I don't mind that stuff. I don't mind when I go grocery shopping. And I want to buy groceries. I have to buy groceries that are like half already done. Because people at Trader Joe's apparently can't cut up their own vegetables. No, 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 no. What? Don't tell the story wrong. Mm. We got a, a, a packet we decided to cook in Los Angeles. And we got a packet of pre-cut vegetables. And you know what he says? It it's such a waste of time to pre-cut your vegetables. <laughs> isn't it the, the other way around? Time. It's like the... You're, no. It's a waste of the guy cutting the vegetables time. Uh, yeah, I'm worried about him. Uh, well, wait, and I care about anybody but Melissa, Melissa. When I'm yeah. buying my vegetables, I'm just worried about Melissa. Nah, okay. I guess. So, so anyway, hi, welcome to Bridgewater. No, not no. us. Welcome to Bridgewater. Welcome us to Bridgewater. Thank you. Very Hello, much. Bridgewater. You probably Sweet. live here. Yay! Yay this for is, Jersey. This is Fred's first trip to Bridgewater. Yeah. Well, he's only a few weeks old, after all. <laughs> but you know, Fred. Fred has been around, man. He's he's small. he's seen the world. Probably he has. More than uh, most people I know. I'm just amazed that we're collecting stuffed animals and figurines. It's it's gonna look like you know a dollhouse in our van before we have the no before more room the, in the van for anything. Yeah. Oh, we have. If you've been listening to our early shows, we finally found our white markers yes. so that you can draw on our windows yeah. after the yeah. show. Ooh. See, we encourage graffiti. Isn't that great? I love it. Rule breaking. <laughs> okay, Hermione. Would be we happy. have business to attend to, guys. Do we Big have show. Harry Potter. Today? We do have some Harry Potter. Uh, who here has been listening to our tour shows Ooh. so far? If so, you know that every city we've gone to, we have tried to determine which city, come July 22nd, looks like the smartest Harry Potter city around. Now, a lot of you here were in New York last night, so I don't know. This is interesting. Uh-oh. <laughs> will you, Are you going to sway the votes? I don't know. Or? Those guys over there might do it. Okay. We have five questions for you, and after book seven comes out, we'll find out which city was the best. And recently, everybody's been answering the same way. So if everybody's right on the last batch of questions, we're going to have a big tie. Sweet. Huge tie. Well, what's our first question, guys? The first question is our last question, which is all about... Why don't I ever remember? I don't ever remember. Is it the Hogwarts? I'm I'm the the only one who can remember this. No. The Mm. Veil. The Veil. They all always remember. Mm. None of us never do. Okay. Sad. Sad. The Veil. The Veil. Who's going behind the Veil? Anybody? Harry? Is Harry going behind the Veil? If you think Harry's going behind the Veil, make your noise. Ooh. Last I think Harry is different. not going to die and not going to go behind the veil. No, wait, 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 w
Who Did thinks? You, okay, go ahead. Do 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 the other one. If you, you think Harry's not going to go behind the veil? Mm. Uh, who thinks he might do it with, aided by the draught of the living death? Somebody said this Ooh. to me, and it made a lot of sense that he I took a draught, draught, draft. What had it? What is it? English people draft. with their spelling. Draft. D r a u g h t. Draft. Draft of sounds the living like death. Yes, John. It sounds Here's just like take giraffe. Here's going to a magical draft through the veil. It's going to hit Ted. <laughs> Did you like hear that? No. A magical giraffe. Yeah. Oh, a magical giraffe. A draft. magical giraffe. Yes. It's a really is, tall animal. Is he is he gonna like fly oh, fly with him like the on giraffe him? of living like on the death? I mean, yes. seriously, <laughs> it's black. It's but really it cool. could be. What if that it was black eyes. and yellow? He could be the Hufflepuff. Oh, giraffe. nonsense! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> number four. The number four is. Yeah. Oh, oh, is this on me? I'm not telling you guys. You figure oh, it out. Um, um, it's back to oh, will Harry go back to Hogwarts? At class. class. At class. Well, that will. Okay. If you think that Harry and his fellow students will attend classes at Hogwarts, make some noise. No, no, just Harry. Oh, just Harry. Oh, did will That's Harry? <laughs> just will Harry attend classes at Hogwarts? If you agree, make some noise. No one agrees. Silence. Cri- uh, cheep, cheep. I don't think they heard you. That was you, like so. the pity clap. <laughs> like you felt bad for the questions. You were like, wow. Hmm. If you think that there will not be classes at well, Hogwarts, no, or Harry, Harry will not attend classes at Hogwarts <laughs> and become a disgrace in Hogwarts, I'll know. Well, see, the only problem I have with this see, is that th- no. where, where's he just going to up and decide I'm not going to come back without telling anybody? If he's not going to tell McGonagall about the Horcruxes because Dumbledore said not to tell anybody, how is he going to just say, you know what? Screw it. I'm not going back. Well, and Hermione Harry, and Ron, you can hang out or you can go back. Well, Harry feels like it doesn't matter anymore. He's like, well, this is my life now and that's I, it. I, you know, well, I think he's going to go, though. I really do because I think he needs to find something. Maybe. Um, but he I might mean, as well go for a bit. And then if it's not his, not his thing, like the Weasleys, he can go and make some fireworks and duck out of there. <laughs> you know? No, I don't think he's going to go. Really? I think for him to say that at the end of six and then go to school. It's just sort of like... I don't want it to be not... like. Was he going to get like a degree then, magically, like an honorary degree no, at the end? No, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? He, he, no, he's going to graduate from Hogwarts. I think anybody goes, would hire him. He's Harry seriously, Potter. Seriously, he's going to go <coughs> and defeat Voldemort. I think they're going to waive the whole GED of Hogwarts. Like, really? He'll get an honorary I mean, degree. You know, I, I don't think that anybody's going to like, oh, well, I would love to hire you, but mm-hmm. by the way... Yeah, but nice, see, once, once Voldemort nice is toast, here. he can go back and graduate. I think that that'll be a nice little part of the epilogue. You know, when him and his wife, I hope that once he saved the Wizarding World, they give him an honorary diploma and just say, here, yo, you've you've earned it. Pretty much. Well, okay. Mm. (laughs) Okay, number three. Do I get to do number three? Yes. If you want. Gee, I wonder which one... Okay, I know. Um, She knows we don't. Is Harry a horcrux? If you don't think Harry... If you do think Harry is a horcrux, make noise now. If you don't think Harry is a horcrux. Oh, well. <laughs> that, that scream gets stronger in every it city. It does, you know? Every city. That ain't bad. Maybe they saw your blog this morning. Did anybody see the blog this On morning? On podcast.com. Yes, yes. I had a thought, and I don't know if it's going to hold up, but here's the thought about Harry totally not ever being a horcrux, and I know you think he is. So, only, only a horcrux on She's Tuesdays. like staring at me like, oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> on Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, what was it? Right. Okay. The main whole proponent of the Harry's Horcrux theory 
is that this is what this is why they have this mind connection, right? Harry is aware so of Voldemort. Voldemort's aware of Harry because of this. They're both Horcruxes, so they can like feel each other, right? Well, a Horcrux of Voldemort's was pretty active during for a whole year in Chamber of Secrets time in a conscious living person the same way that Harry was. If not Ginny, then just the diary itself, it being the Horcrux, it being a, a living, thinking thing. Voldemort wasn't aware of it. He had no idea that that, that Horcrux existed, much less was destroyed. How, how could he have not had conscious awareness of that and yet have the connection between him and, and Harry be, you know, be, mm. the, you know, a main proponent, like, like proof? How could that be proof when it didn't work for the other one? She's shaking her head at me. <laughs> She's like, but, but, but I still believe it. So there. <laughs> Hooray. Okay, number two. Number two. Grubbly Plank, live or die. Grubbly Plank? Yes. No, you mean Harry. Oh. Grubbly Plank for the win. Grubbly Plank, okay. Number two, Mr. Sever Snape. Is he a very, very bad man? He's a very bad man. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you agreed with Bernard the Beaver, make your noise here. It's a badger. Badger, badger, badger. If you think, if you think Bernard is right and Snape, Snape is, is a, a very bad very man, bad make man. your noise here. No. If you agree with Fred and think that he's a trustable guy and he's a friend of Harry's and he's going to fight with the Order and everybody else for the win, make it nice here. Watch out. You can eat them. Very similar, these questions. Yeah. I think so. We're going to have a 12-city tie at the yes. end. We'll have to present Harry Potter keys to every city, sort of. Like keys of the city, but... That didn't work. Okay, so, <laughs> big roll. This is a number one. Are we number one, one, go for it. Number one, number five. Will Harry live or die? Well, if you think Harry will live, make some noise. <laughs> and now for the ultimate and sad panda questions. If you think that Harry will die, make some noise. Leave. Oh, look at you. This one oh, over here. Again. One. <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand how people can cheer for death. Well, I, just, I when still you, don't get that. Because when you think Harry's a horcrux, you have well, to also think he's going to die. Well, so what if, what, what if there to, were some but... creatures that are capable of sucking souls out of people? Ooh, or what things? would those creatures be? They're called Dementors. Oh, Dementors. However, they've already had a big fat purpose. Well, no. I mean, you know, it's purpose? not like we heard about them doing anything out of the ordinary in the beginning of Half-Blood Prince. Like, no. breed unexpectedly. <laughs> Look at her blank face. <laughs> what Which, does that have to do with anything? Well, to, to say that we're done with Dementors, they kind of come up out of nowhere in the, in the other minister chapter. We're not done Prince. with them, but I think that they've had a big fat purpose and we're not going to like... No. Oh, by the way, they're so also useful back for up. sucking out of, sold out of pork rixes. Well, maybe they take, you know, part-time gigs. <laughs> Horcrux helpers. Horcrux we'll helpers. We'll I like that. Okay, we have for you guys a canon conundrum today, and we're really we hoping somebody can help us get to the bottom of this one. It's a big one, and it's Sue's. Arabella Fig. No. No. No? She is not a conundrum. She's just a squib. No, it's Mr. Oh. It's the brother, the mysterious brother of my favorite character, Sirius Black. It's the mysterious R.A.B. What was he doing in that cave? What did he do with that locket? Who told him about the locket? How long ago did he do it? How long this? ago did he do it? How much was Voldemort aware of what he was doing? Right. Did and Voldemort did kill him? Actually kill him. 
Mm-hmm. I'm unbeknownst to serious. What was Why? his favorite food? Pizza. <laughs> that one's solved. That's sure. Okay. Conundrum solved. Yeah. No, he didn't like. Okay. <laughs> not not something you can really discuss. I don't know. We we sort of just going to toss this one out there because it's huge. It's basically just asking. Mm-hmm. His whole backstory. So, okay, say he, he figured out this whole thing out of, you know, Bellatrix and none of those guys could figure out the whole thing about the Horcrux. And how did R.A.B., uh, uh, supposedly just, you know, 16-year-old kid, right? Was he 16? Was what? he? I don't know, a young kid. Run of the mill Death Eater. Really? Right. Who apparently, according to um, Joe, oh, oh, was sort sorry. of like Draco and right. that he... He got in a little too deep. Right. Was allure, attracted to the allure. You know, <laughs> he was attracted to the allure. He was attracted to the whole idea of being a death eater and having right. all that power. But then once he realized that it meant actually killing people and doing what death eaters do, he right. chickened out. Yes, but how did he end up with part of Voldemort's soul? Out of anybody that figures that out, gets that locket, how did he figure that out? That's what I don't get. Well, I mean, how did he be... You know? I well, think he was even working alone. Do you think he is the lone dissenting Death Eater, or could it be working with a few others who are like-minded? You know, I was just mm-hmm. gonna—you took it right out of my mouth. She said he found out from Bellatrix. Bellatrix, if you remember, in the first, in the second chapter of book two, Spinner's End right, chapter, right. she says something like, "In the past, the Dark Lord has entrusted me with his most precious," and then there are those telltale dashes that happen every time J.K. Rowling is trying to hide something. She gets cut off. And I think that she knew about the Horcruxes and, and somehow R.A.B. got it from her. Well, or could, would I a Creature told her? Because would the Creature go back and forth at that point to like Bellatrix's house? Ooh, remember, remember when in the yeah. beginning of book six, I just had a thought, That's I'm sorry. Idea. Remember when in the beginning of book six, um, Voldemort's apparently annoyed at Bellatrix, angered, and they're not close anymore or whatever. Yeah. What if Voldemort found out about the, the fake Horcrux in... And at the end of book why. six, and realized that it must have been Bellatrix who oh. who let the secret go to R.A.B. Ooh, that'd be cool. You that'd know, and funny. that's why he's mad at Wait, her. When was yeah. she mad at her? In the I beginning of book, book six, they're talking about it. Because we didn't. It's Spinner's, Spinner's End. I thought you said. So the beginning well, of book six. When would he have found it out about there being a fake or between books five and six? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. that doesn't mean that Voldemort didn't know that that was a fake locket in there. Yeah. yeah, is that too? Yeah. Well, that's a big part, a big bit there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I mean, does he? Lazy. Once his Horcrux is gone, does he care? Lazy I mean, he, Seriously, once his Horcrux is gone, is he going to go back there and clean up? <sighs> yeah. That's true. You're right. You're See, right. See, that's why they maybe creature, creature blabbed. I don't know. I don't know. And then, go ahead. Yeah, oh, maybe. He, I'm sorry for the recording. The comment is maybe he overheard something and said and felt like he had to stop it, and that's why he brought Creature. Yeah. Maybe Creature drank the potion. See, people keep saying this, but I keep going around yeah. slamming it down. Well, but who else? I mean, how could Ari be, be that skilled if it took Albus Dumbledore a long time to figure out how to break into that cave? How did Regulus Black yeah, break in all by himself? Or something. You know? Yeah. But he'd have to be, that'd be, that's pretty advanced magic, though, right?
and figuring it out himself. But then he'd have to have someone with him, right? Do we think that that's what? creature that was in the cave? I mean, people always say it's creature, but from our indications, house elves are even more powerful than wizards. They have a whole different brand of magic, but they can do things that wizards can't. For instance, operate in and out of Hogwarts. If it's creature and, and that boat, that weird, crazy boat thing that Dumbledore pulled out of thin air, uh, measures the magical ability of somebody in the boat. But what? But it, it, it goes by, ma- maybe because it's a different magic, I don't know. But so, people keep saying that's why Creature is so messed up. But it's only Sirius who says that, oh, Creature's he's just like he was when I was a kid. Meantime, Sirius ran away. Only after Sirius ran away did Creature supposedly go and drink this stuff. So Sirius wouldn't have known that he was any... Sirius wouldn't have, would have noticed that he was worse, in other words. You know my crazy, crazy thought? What if it was Snape that was with him? Because that potion, he would have to figure out that potion. I just, I don't know. Because what if the, the boat wouldn't, rec- wouldn't recognize him? Right. Yeah. What if R.A.B. was underage? Oh. <gasps> ah, that's good. That's a good thought. And he had to be. He had to be. He was young at the time, right? Wow. Oh. So who was he helping then? He could have been helping somebody. It could have been Snape, Snape. and R.A.B. Yeah. Mm. Did Snape know about the Horcruxes early on? Cause no, then Dumbledore would have known about the Horcruxes. That's true. Well, we, if, if Snape is being completely forthcoming. Yeah. We, don't, we don't know that, though. Oh, this uh, is hurting my head. I know. Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> John, I want to hurt your head. I know. If Snape went with Regulus, they're both at the same year at school, so they could be both underage, meaning that the boat wouldn't have recognized either of I them. It's the right color. It's green. Sorry, he's got a Slytherin microphone now. Yay! Moo. Wait, switch with me. Ravenclaw can be out in the crowd. I get the red one. <laughs> yeah, because y'all are smart. So that's good. Okay, since we know that um, Sirius and Sirius and Snape were at the same year at school, mm-hmm. that means that Regulus would also be in the same year as Snape. Meaning, if they are both underage, meaning that the boat might have not have like recognized either of them. So Regulus yeah, Regulus is younger. younger. Yeah. yeah. Regulus and was. Snape are in the same. Year. Sirius oh. and Snape are in the same year, which means that Regulus was younger. Yeah. Like so. Two years or something. Yeah, I mean, this all really only happened, all this stuff, about two years after they graduated yeah. from school. What were they, like 21 or something when the Potters were killed? Hmm? We don't. We don't. No. We don't. Yeah, totally. It could have been. Well, he would have heard about Sirius's, about Regulus's death and guessed, rightly from what he knew when he ran away and was cut off from that network, that Regulus was not important enough. To, to be killed by Voldemort, but is it right? I think I, I personally think that Regulus was killed by Voldemort. The Voldemort found out. I don't think he's personally. dead at all. <sighs> is he stubby? I'm gonna start this again. Regulus Black is dead. The person Regulus Black could have changed his name to anything else, and that would have been an okay loophole for no, Joe to not. say that he's dead That's, because oh. that character is dead. Just no, like I'm saying this fight again. Anakin Skywalker is dead. Darth Vader is still alive and kicking. <laughs> Thank you. See, Joe said Regulus is Regulus, dead. Regulus, the man named Regulus Black, Boardman now? is dead. He could have changed his stubby. name to somebody else. Stubby. That's not her logic. That's not how she works. It's a good loophole. No, no. Joe. She does not okay, do Star Okay, Paul, Wars. who thinks Regulus Black is dead? Yeah. Yay, make noise. Not everybody. Who thinks Regulus Black is alive and kicking despite what Joe says? Thank you very despite much. Despite what Joe says. Joe just said that Regulus Black... Is the, dead. The name is dead. He didn't, she didn't say that he could have changed his name. She didn't say regular. Did you Black ask if, she, if he changed his name? I didn't ask for the question. Well, then that's your problem. Oh, then. That's my what gosh. happens. 
You should right. have asked. Oh, silly me, not asking her a question she's See? already been asked and answered satisfactorily before. Yep. Hmm. Okay. So, so we all agree, though, that the locket is on the cover of the UK cover? Do we think that that's the mysterious locket? The mysterious locket, so the oh, locket on, on the, the UK on the adult cover. cover? Yeah. The adult cover. Do we all agree? Oh, Do you guys totally. think it means... Anything more than this is just a Horcrux that we know about and Horcruxes are going to be important? Or do you think there's some other reason the locket is on the cover? It's to remind us that those things are Horcruxes and Deathly Hallows. Thanks, John. I was asking them. Oh. <laughs> what? Hello. Is it a locket or is it a pouch? It's a pouch. It That's what like I keep pouch. saying. It's a darn pouch where all the Horcruxes are. What are you doing? It's an expandable thing, like a trunk, like Moody's trunk. <laughs> yeah. It can just keep putting things in, like Mary Poppins' bag. Yeah. It just <laughs> I like Mary Poppins. <laughs> all the way in the back. I think the fake locket is on the, it's on the pouch. You think he's carrying stuff like that around with him? Mm. Yeah. Could be. It's so big on the cover. I just hope it's more important than that. I just, I just. So big, on the cover. I think it's on huge on the cover. It can't be the locket. Why? Maybe the locket is inside of this pouch. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's got you know, Fred in the pouch. That's what we were Fred, saying. Fred in the pouch. They were saying it first. Cousin. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Anyway, so okay, I think we, I think actually we got some great theories out of that RAB stuff. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty underage, and that's yeah. why nobody's ever said that to us before. I know the good one. Way to go! Woo-hoo. Of course, she came up with it. Yeah. She's wearing a Leaky Cauldron shirt from like yes. five years ago. Yeah, unbelievable. I've never seen those in forever. What if uh, RAB changed his name and then was an Annie Magus and was one of the kids' pets, like like the Toad? That's a He's toad. Trevor's Toad because that you Trevor. know he is Trevor. See, Trevor the Toad. I believe that Trevor has magical powers. I really he do. He's like a watch frog. Change name to RAB. <laughs> So that would be rocking. Now think and about he's that because, because he's always he's helping out Neville. That's oh, why he's gone God. all the time. Oh, that's it. He's off reporting back to Dumbledore or somebody. Yes, pretty much. Oh. Yeah, this, this <laughs> is the best. Best. He tried out, but he wasn't big enough. That's right. See, he needed to be obnoxious size. He could be the, that explain his his wanting to be stubby boardman. Yeah, that musical exa- longings. Exactly. That's it. Oh, dude. He solved the whole puzzle. That's it. The end. Next book. Yay. We have a 10-hour car ride ahead of us. <laughs> You're gonna be asleep through most of it. I yeah. certainly will now. Give me the, the give me the Nyquil right now. Oh. Okay. Um. No. Okay. So thank you guys. Awesome. So we now is the I time like where we play. Theory. It's a good I theory. know they're still talking about it. Okay. Right, right in the no, show it's tomorrow. very nice. I like it. I like it. We should put it on Pottergast.com and say we claim this theory. We do. And if it's true, the name of Oz. You heard it here first. Okay. <laughs> How many people know the game that we usually play here Uh-oh. on Pottercast? <laughs> okay, so I think, what, what kind of people do you want first? Dueling! We like to duel! Oh, what well, well, why don't you explain it for people who don't know? The game that we play is a game we call the dueling game, which will demonstrate with uh, Barnaby here versus uh, Fred Armadillo. Um, we name a category, and we have to name as many things, or names, places, objects, things, whatever. Of that category as you can, back and forth. So if we say Gryffindors or something, Barnaby would start with saying Harry Potter, Hermione Granger, Neville Longbottom, Ron Weasley, Jenny Weasley, same voice, Draco Malfoy. <laughs> oh, and then Fred would get it wrong because Yay! Draco Malfoy is not a Gryffindor. No. Say it, and that's how we play the game. So who wants to play? And it's not a stuffed animal. <laughs> Oh, oh we better, we better right start now. with the, the Ravenclaw. Who's got the, the blue mic? You got, she gets the blue oh, mic. Ooh, cool. Who else okay. is the Ravenclaw? Ravenclaws. 
Are you really? Well, I don't know. We're going to get somebody. Oh, look at that. Look at that wand. That's a cool wand. You right here. Here we go. Because I don't Pork like when the younger necklace. people go no, against I the older the people. It's a keep Because if the young person wins, then the older person feels stupid. And if the older person wins, then I feel bad for the younger person. It's just yeah. messy all around. So. It's sadness. Okay. We will start out with classes at Hogwarts. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, go for it. Should we say our names first? Or? Yeah, your names okay. and where you're from. She knows how it goes. <laughs> um, Marlena from Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey. Um, Transfiguration. Karen from Howell, New Jersey. <laughs> Defense Against the Dark Arts. Potions. Ancient Runes. Care of Magical Creatures. Astronomy. Divination. Charms. Mm. Muggle Studies. Well. Wow. Arithmancy. Did you say history of magic or? No. Nope. All right, history of magic. Um, potions. I said that. Uh -oh. Oh. Hufflepuff number one wins. Ravenclaw number one. Hey, that's good. Can Fred attack the people who lose from that one? No, I think Fred has to attack the people who lose. No, so we fun. hug them. Do that. Keep Keep my little me, hug. Do it. Now, is he going to become an evil armadillo now? <laughs> he is a Slytherin armadillo. Okay, okay, lovely. Okay, Very who good wants round. to play Very now? Who wants to play? See, more hands always go up for the second round. Leaky Cauldron Lady from Forever Ago. Yay! She's been on our forums. Oh, you want to you Forever. I've been we watching your comments her. on our forums for she like wants to five me. years. We love you. <gasps> it's a John She duel. wants to duel me and Fred. Nice. Ooh. Oh my. Who's going to win, John or Leaky Cauldron? Leaky Cauldron. I think so. Oh, Leaky wow. will pound. I'm just calling you Leaky Cauldron. I hope you don't yeah. mind. People usually call me Leaky Cauldron. But you, you okay. say, my, are you? People usually call him Fred. Oh, no, we're you doing spells there. like we always do. That's good. Oh. No, you, you pick some nonsense category. You are playing. You don't get to pick. No, no, no. no. Oh. <laughs> I'm a great button. That was a mean picture. Hold on. Um. <laughs> Anybody got it? Okay, let me get an idea for categories. Who's got an idea that'll stump this guy? What is it? Prefects. Prefects? Prefects? There's like oh, six. Oh, that'd be hard. Um, magical creatures will magical be creatures. creatures. I like magical creatures. Mm. Magical creatures. Oh. Let's see, you can't decide. Yeah. Magical creatures. Creatures. Woohoo! Yay! Not Fred. No Fred. Fred's very magical. No! All right. Mm, go ahead. My name is Shara from Philadelphia, also known as Brat Pack on Yay. the phone. My name is Fred. I'm from <laughs> Santa Fe. No, you're not. You're from I'm Phoenix. From Tucson. Phoenix. 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 Magic creatures? Yes. Yeah. Hungarian horntail. <gasps> Chinese fireball. Swedish short snout. <gasps> Interpodian opali. Puff skein. Ooh. A what now? Puff skein. How about a hippogriff? Dementor. But, um, <laughs> blast ended scroot. Ooh. Niffler. Uh, Krupp. Let the fold. Kneasel. Demi guys. Rock on. Flubberworm. Unicorn. Bow truckle. Um. <laughs> Basilisk. 
Phoenix. Chinese fireball. Oh, 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 darn! Because I was all out of them, too. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, rock on. That was good, though. Uh oh. No, I just haven't wanted to do that. I know. Go find Brie. Can I go find Brie, too? Yeah. No, you can't go find Brie. We love you, Brie. Hi, Brie. Brie's doing that. That's our lovely Brie. We have these lovely shirts. Our winners are getting snake buttons. We're also, the Moaning Myrtles are also selling their CD, so make sure you pick one up when you see them shortly if you like the music. We also have our t-shirts which you can only get in person because we don't sell them online yep. and if you go to the jkrolling.com and you see the door hanger oh, the do not disturb do not thing, disturb joe john made it up and so, and so when you're when Buy you're your own do not disturb joe when you're reading book seven you can tell people to go away that you're with yes. harry or you're 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 or hunting horcruxes. Horcruxes. and who here knows harry and the potters the band yeah. we were on tour with them at the end of june and for two weeks and so to celebrate we made a, a button set there are two potters buttons two potter cast buttons and one joint button, and it's five dollars, and all the proceeds go to Reach Out and Read, which is a national literacy organization. So, if you're want to buy books for kids and look good doing it, and these guys are yapping away over here, I'm doing the charity thing. I about But how, how cool would it be if we had, you know, Bernard the, the Beaver here, and Fred, you know, comes out like alien out of his chest? Ah, he's been possessed by you. Welcome to my life, guys. Like yeah. seriously. Okay, okay, okay. Our last one. We had a great one at Chipotle. Uh, oh, yes, oh, oh, we did. Is, oh, but we have to do spells, too. Uh, okay, we got two more, so we who need thinks to really, really Who thinks they really know their characters in the Ooh. books here? Come on. Like, characters. really, really good. Like, really knows them well. You guys pick, because I can't do it. Uh, we have a full costume Ravenclaw back here I'm looking straight at. Yeah. The one behind the Well, ear. we have... Aluna. We have Boba Tomorrow. Aluna lookalike is what it is. Yeah. And then is that Slytherin green in the headband here? Yeah. Is that it? Okay. Ra oh, Slytherin's going to take down the, uh, the Ravenclaws. They can do it. Can the green one? Oh, I uh, guess. What's the green one? She's got the Ravenclaw one. Very nice, very nice. All right, all right, all right. This is a tricky one. This was an email suggested category. I forget the name, but the category is characters in the books whose last name and first name begin with the same letter. Yeah. yeah. We thought there weren't that many, but then we started naming them over Chipotle. We named at least a dozen okay. at yeah. Chipotle, right. I think. So go for it. Uh, whoever wants to start. Okay. Um, I'm Christine from Wallingford, Pennsylvania. Hi. Hello. Okay. Um, you want to go say your name? I'm Shoshana from Pennsylvania, Alta. Hello. Helga Hufflepuff. Rowena Ravenclaw. Godric Gryffindor. Salazar Slytherin. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> um... Billy is Flitwick. Yeah. Well. Okay. Nice one. <laughs> didn't even think of that. Yeah. One, no, did we? we didn't get there. Luna Lovegood. <laughs> I was like, please let her say Luna. Minerva McGonagall. Severus Snape. Nice. Poppy Pomfrey. Nice. There nice. it is. Nice. 
Diddle-a-stickle. What about like pre-married names? Yeah. Like your maiden name? Uh, sure, I guess. Yeah. So like Bellatrix Black? Wow. Okay. There you go. Yeah. We'll take that. <laughs> I don't know. Freeze time like Voldemort did at the end of yes. Order of the Phoenix. Um, I know. Yeah. Padma and Parvati Patel. She's like, I know anyway. <laughs> well, thank you. You won anyway, so thank Good you. Good job. Minerva McGonagall. Both, since that was such a hard category. Both. Very good work. Very good thank work. Hey, Luna. That was good, though. That's tough. We were like, hey, Luna. Go to the, go to the back. Yeah. yeah. Go to the back. Yes. Um, okay. Oh, our last one, and it's our favorite one, right? I have an extra one. We need uh, teams of two, youngins and yeah. So he yeah. gets not to be so right here. You get to go. Come on up. Um, we need the one behind. Are you guys related? I love oh, the sibling oh. thing. All okay, right. We need older we need... <laughs> grown-ups. Yep. I expect them to go together. No, like, no, we're not going to have no, 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 two oldies versus yeah. two youngies. Okay, you pick. Um, we need some of our more mature crowd. Grown-ups, come on. Grown-ups. Um, black and. Uh, who else? Whichever. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Boys vs. Girls. Nice. <laughs> Old versus young, boys versus girls? Or no, it's boys versus girls. Alrighty, alrighty. So the category is, give us your names first and you'll hear the category. Okay, I'm... Frank DeMauro from Percival, Virginia. Hello. Hey, Virginia. Wow. Hi. Hi. I'm Caitlin DeMauro from Percival, Virginia. Hey. All right. And who, who are your teammates here? I'm Matt from Princeton, New Jersey. I'm Becky from Cincinnati, Ohio. Hey. There we go. That's where Chloe lives. Hi, Chloe. Okay, the category is uh, spells, curses, jinxes, incantations. Anything. You can use your microphone as a wand. Yes. He's <laughs> ready. Watch out. I'll start, first. start with the ladies. Um, Avada Kedavra. <gasps> that worries me. <laughs> Expelliarmus. Crucio. Imperio. <laughs> Alohomora. I like that. He's got the good snipe and she's got the evil snipe. <laughs> Call a portus? Yes. There it is. Lingardium Leviosa. Muffliato. Expecto Patronum. <laughs> Lumos. Um, Asio. Asio. Nux. 
I wonder what dinner's like. Um, Leva Corpus. You don't want to know. Lumos Maximus. You can Maximus anything, apparently. Bombarda Sictum Sempra. Flipendo. Oh yeah. Um, Do it to John all the time. What? Who did I say? Aquamenti. Rick Sempra. Oh. I'd be Rick Sempra Maxima. Whoa. Whoa. That'd be brutal. Do you have Crucial Maxima. Havana <gasps> Cadaver Maxima. Yeah. <laughs> now you're really dead. Expect a Patronum Maxima. Stag comes out of there. Like yeah. What? Tutu Fopendo. Ooh, Fopendo. We already did that one? Oh, great job, though, you guys. Good job. Good work. Thank you. Thank you, guys. So, you guys win. Go see our friend in the back. Awesome. Oh, time okay, for our so favorite part of the time. show. We're gonna have no, no. Well, it is our favorite part of the show, but not the yeah. usual favorite part of the show. Okay. We have our friends from the Morning Myrtles ready to play some songs oh, for us. Yay! Lauren and Nina, here they are. Yay! Yay! Sweet. Do you have Ravenclaw microphones? I have a muggle microphone. You, you need the Ravenclaw need a, microphone. You guys need Ravenclaw? Fred on backup or anything? And look, look, they're wearing Hufflepuff scarves. Isn't it cool? Well, this year. There we go. Scared. We need. Fred's gonna get in the way. Fred's on backup. Love it. I have a muggle microphone. I don't know, Brown. You want a green one? We'll get out of the way. Okay, there we go. Yay! So, hi, we're the Moaning Myrtles. And we're a wizard rock band, and we actually live like two minutes from here. I'm Lauren. I'm Nina. I guess we'll start playing. Oh, we had some very night, l late nights this week. Um, we so. were at Enlightening 2007. Yeah, it was and awesome. we left early so we could get here, and we're it's awesome. I'm so excited. Okay, um, okay so this is a semi-new song. It's called Flushed. I was sitting in my stall like any other day, crying over. Everything and then to my dismay, I was feeling better when my toilet flushed me down again. Getting flushed but up, but down the toilet, but up, but up, so much for staying dry. Cause suddenly I landed in the lake, swimming underwater, but I don't know why. And so I stay. 
you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, uh, why don't you introduce this? I did a bad job last night. <laughs> okay. So the song is about Draco, and we really like Draco. We met him in the sixth book, and yeah. That's almost as bad as what I did, but whatever. <laughs> okay. Called Emo, Emo Guy. Guy. Joy. 
just out of curiosity, for how many people here is it your first Wizard Rock experience? Yay. Okay, that's not that's good. You're educated. Cool. So we wanted to thank Pottercast for having us Yay. today. Yay! Okay. Um, this one's going to require a teensy bit of audience participation. Um, I really like the way snaps sound over this song. So, ready? But one thing, okay, it gets faster at one point. The audience last night didn't understand that. So when it starts getting faster, just stop. And then when I start doing this again, you can come back in, okay? <laughs> And I thought they were cool Olive horn be passed by I said, don't I look fly? She said, no, ugly myrtle You look more like a fool I went to the bathroom On the second floor What was Olive thinking now? This is war So I started to bawl And ran into a stall And I heard a boy talking Just outside of the door Get out of my bathroom You're really creepy So then I came back That evil witch wouldn't get away I haunted Olive Hornby every night and day Till the ministry called Oh, and they were appalled I was sent back to Hogwarts where I am today Get out of my bathroom, you're really creepy You're not a girl and you don't belong here I don't understand you Stop speaking in tongues, stop it Yeah, they have their CD if you like.
their, their stuff. They have more songs on their CD. Rock. They rock. She's holding it up right back there. Jennifer is holding it up for Yay. us. Yay. Thank you, guys. One more round for the Morning Myrtle. Hey, Morning Myrtle. Nice Okay. Okay. Favorite and last part of the show. Sorry. Second favorite, next to the Morning Myrtle singing. Um, sure, I do. John, I'm blaming you. Hello. Um, last part of the show was a little thing we call the mailbag. Sometimes when we're doing pre-recorded podcasts, but now we call them Q and A with you yeah. guys, the audience. So come on up, make a little line if you have a question right or here. theory to Yay. talk about. Where's our fourth mic? We have a, we uh, have a fourth mic over yeah. here. So Yay. we're going to just start a line so that people can just... We, we waste so much time people walking up. So she's yeah. going to start. And just say your name, where you're from, and what your thought, theory, suggestion, question, Come whatever up, you want to talk about. Line. It's your thing. So Come go for it. Don't be shy. It's your thing. Okay. Do what um, you do. I'm Devin. I'm from Rose Valley, Pennsylvania. You have a great oh. costume, by the way. <laughs> Check out our costume, guys. I'm Florence Delacour. Wow, and, that's um, impressive. I spent a lot of time this year researching different Harry Potter things for writing essays and stuff. And uh, in that period, I noticed a lot of different things that sort of lead you to think that there are a lot of like similarities between Harry and a phoenix. Like there are a lot of like in the basic description of a phoenix, they say you can carry immensely heavy burdens, and in Harry case, in Harry's case, that would be like an emotional thing. And there's a lot of other like. J.K. Rowling gives us this great image from the first book of Harry being pulled from the rubble of his parents' house, which is kind of like the phoenix being reborn from the ashes. And also, the other thing that really sort of leads me to this is that uh, Ginny's Patronus is a phoenix. See? I'm sorry. I've got to stop this. Because yes. today, here's the thing. No offense meant to you at all. It's one of these rumors that's been, that's been like circulated. J.K. Rowling never said that. Somebody said that they saw a screening and Ginny's Patronus seemed to be a phoenix, but if you've seen the movie, her Patronus a is a horse. horse. It's, yeah. And it whinnies and everything, so it's right. really... So, I don't mean to, like, jump on your theory. But I don't think it's a phoenix. Has J.K. Rowling said this ever? We can't Has find anybody, it. We can't find it. Ooh. No, it wasn't yeah. Pottercast. No, right. it's not. No, yeah. no, no. So it's, it's like somebody said it, and it, the the game of telephone happened. Right. Yeah. And and now people just oh, her Patronus is a phoenix. Yeah. No. No offense. Okay. But continue. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, basically, what this whole like phoenix connection led me to was that that I I do think that Harry is going to go beyond the veil, and that he will end up dying, but that he'll somehow be reborn. Do you think that's a possibility? Ooh, Ooh. Harry re re being reborn like a phoenix. What happens if you die behind the veil? Don't you die if you are behind the veil? Well, then Aren't you well, dead already? That, that you can't say that because then that just throws away your whole he goes behind the veil. No, because there's a, the draft of living death and things that happen in, in the ends of series of books that make things one of a kind. Mm. You know? Like, yes, you die behind the veil, but this is a once in a lifetime. See, yeah. I just think from a totally non-magical point of view that she will not have Harry be reborn because her whole lesson is that life can end unexpectedly in life when death is death. And then yeah. th there may be something, a great adventure beyond, but we cannot be, you can't stop death. So I just don't see it happening. Well, what she recently did say is that in the magical world, not, not recently, but we found an old, old, old interview, which are the best kinds, because yeah. before she was as huge as she is now, and she says things that she would never say now. Right. So she said, like, in book seven, we'll, we'll see just how close you can get to death. And that, you know, right. which, which says veil to me in, in big right. ways. Um, and then also that in, in wizard, when you're a wizard, you can get brought back from certain wizarding maladies or you can come very close and be brought back closer than if you were a muggle. So it makes me think that there will be some way that Harry's 
Really? I don't know about brought back from death because you can't once you die you're dead. Yeah. But there could be some sort of loophole that we see. Maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe he does like take the the draught of living death to give the appearance of death. But I just I don't know. I don't know. So you don't think there's any like Harry Phoenix connection at all? Not yet. No. Mm. No. No. Well, thank you. Thanks. Okay, I'm Christine again. Um, I wanted to talk about the Dragon on the Deluxe Edition. Um, there's a theory. Just a quick, the Dragon on the Deluxe Edition. Everybody knows what that is. Okay. Okay. Thank there's you. a theory that's a cross between an Antipodean Ovali and the Chinese Fireball. Which you heard on Pottercast. Yes, I did. Uh-huh. Um, however, I don't think that's true. Okay. Uh-oh. Um, well, because in Fantastic Beasts and in Goblet of Fire, the Chinese Fireball is described as having a fringe of golden spikes around its face. But in Fantastic Beasts, doesn't they say it has a beard, too? Mm-mm. I have it with me. I could look it, it up. It doesn't? Right. We've been saying this, oh. and it doesn't say that. Yeah, that's why... John, I, I believed you. Uh-oh. I believed me, too. What? Who, which one had a beard? Let's see. Do you want I, I know. Do I know, I know anything? This Come is on. Her. You believed John. They have hard Nice, <laughs> nice. Well played. Hold on. So. Continue. I'm going to find it. Okay. Oh, wow. And hardback. That must have been like the original one that came wow, out. This wow. This is serious stuff right here. Only Oriental Dragon. Isn't it Asian? Anyway. Has a particularly striking appearance. Scarlet. Eggs. Shells. Fireballs. Aggressive. I'm sorry. Reading the whole thing would just take a long time. Um, no, you're yeah, right. No beard. Nothing about a beard. So Where which one has the beard? I t- it wasn't never my theory to begin with. It was the dude from Chicago's. Well, you were quick to take it as yours. No. And he said that um, it might be a Chinese fireball because it's right after the Antipodean in the Fantastic mm. Beast, but it's just in alphabetical order, so that doesn't really matter. Oh, well. <laughs> um, she did wow. name all the dragons. She could put them in whatever order she wanted to. I don't see a beard on any of these dragons. Mm. Yeah. What the so, heck, man? Which well, one has what, the beard? But what's the one beard, though, part of the, that they thought that was Aberforth, that was his Anamagus, and that's where the beard came from? Maybe. Yeah. I kind of like the idea I'm that... I'm confused. Yeah. I kind of like the idea that it's Ollivander, even though there's no... Really? Even though there's no, like... Really? ...thing wow. where a wizard can become a magical creature in Anamagus... But Ollivander's Animagus would be a dragon. You'd figure well, it out. Because of his eyes, his eyes are described as being moon orb like and misty, and they never really mention pupils. I don't know if he has pupils or not, but I just think it's kind of cool. That would be really cool. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm well, sorry, this is an interesting book. I'm going to So keep that's reading. why he went to hiding because he's, he's off with the dragons then, and he's oh, hiding with the dragons I don't know. instead I of being kidnapped by Voldemort. That would be a cool place yeah. to hide. That would be. With other dragons. I mean, it yeah. could be an Antipodean. I just don't think it's like like the fireball this. has anything to do because with it. Because we keep saying that. Yeah, well, thank you. We're catching that. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Good. Whoa. Been pwned right here. Yes. Okay. Okay. Hi. My theory has to do with what happened when Snape and the Marauders were back in school. Okay. I read this on MuggleNet a long time ago. Do you think that when they played that prank on Snape, do you think that Snape knew that Lupin was a werewolf before he went under the Whomping Willow? Did Snape know that Lupin oh, was no. a No. No, no, no. Because if, well, if Snape knew, then he, would, well, he wouldn't go. No. Well, because this person was saying that um, because he hated James and Sirius so much and he was so depressed and stuff, that if he got killed, then they would go to Azkaban for murder and Lupin would yeah. be exposed. I don't see Snape as the suicidal, the, the suicidal type. type. Yeah. Even, even as that, because he was so, he seemed so bent on showing everybody. You well, know? but also just that Hermione figured it out when Lupin only missed like one class and he, like Snape's lesson. 
And Snape has the same kind of intelligence as Hermione. How could he not know? Mm, I think Hermione's probably cleverer Clever than Snape. Snape. I don't know about yeah. more powerful of, of a wizard or witch, but cleverer, yeah. I think. Yeah. Smarter. I, uh, mm. I, I, I don't like that. I, sorry, I don't know I if he'd, I don't think he'd think that those two were important enough to throw away his life just to send them but to just, jail. But he hated Sirius so much. Why would he just go waltzing but under the Whomping So why did, why does Snape hate Sirius so much? Because they made fun of him. But well, if he but knew that a werewolf was down there, would he really go? I mean, it was just to make a point, you know, to get himself killed. Yeah, if he knew it was a werewolf, really? There are just some things that really convinced me of it. <laughs> well, okay. maybe, maybe, well, maybe, 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 you know. We'll I think we'll find out in book seven, though, probably. Maybe, hopefully. I don't know. Thanks. Thank I would, put it this way. I wouldn't go. No. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I don't know about you guys. When do you go? If you knew it was a werewolf, I wouldn't. I am Frank. I actually have two theories. My first one is that Wormtail's new hand that Voldemort gave him after he sacrificed his hand for Voldemort's life is a horcrux. The silver hand, the horcrux. The silver hand. He did make it right after he made a significant kill. Who? I don't know. Cedric Cedric wasn't significant. Not really, anyway. Right, it was Wormtail with Voldemort's wand. So, no. Yeah, I think that one. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. What if Wormtail's hand is Wormtail's Horcrux? Wormtail's Horcrux? Yeah. But Voldemort made the, made the hand. From Voldemort's yeah, wand. Voldemort made the, wand, the hand. Not um, my head hurts. Besides, okay, besides Wormtail wouldn't be smart enough to figure tired. out how to do Horcrux. Your second theory. My second theory is that when Harry hears voices behind the veil in the fourth book, that it's Death Eaters, and that behind the veil is like a hideout for Death Eaters. And that when hmm. Sirius goes into the veil, that he's killed by the Death Eaters behind the veil. Hmm. They're playing Parcheesi back there? Yeah. Just chilling out, waiting for some unsuspecting soul, like a Venus flytrap. Yeah. yeah. You know? The Death Eaters would have known, though, if they were in there in the room. They would, I feel like more yeah. Death Eaters would have come out. Yeah. yeah. Like Danced. That. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Danced. <laughs> yeah. Like, Spending too much time with you. Yeah. It's rubbing off. And, and I know we can't take film as canon because we we've learned come out that dance. it's not even remotely close. But that whole scene, if you've seen Order of the Phoenix, you'll see that Bellatrix very distinctly kills, uses the killing curse on yeah, Sirius. What is that about? Why does Sirius walk like into the veil on his own and then just get hit by an AK? Yeah, just walk Who, who thinks they know what happened in the movie there, at the end there? That, I think they just did that so that you could understand that he was dead. Right. Yeah. They, like, like, they like dumped Understand it. Understand why he it was It was like dead, the veil for dummies. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. You hit him yeah. with a killing curse and he doesn't immediately die. Yeah. It seemed like he blocked it. I thought... It looked like he was like, oh, this is a pretty shiny thing. Let it's me like check it out. It's like the AK punched him in the gut and then the veil's like, ooh. Yeah. And, and yeah. grabs him. Yeah. yeah. I would have liked right. those ten minutes in Dumbledore's office with Harry throwing stuff. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. I care for you, <laughs> Harry. Yeah. I care for, care you, for you, Harry. Cut. <laughs> A little less time. That was the most unemotional <laughs> declaration of. It's emo- like, it was like oh, horrible. Dumbledore's of, huge scene. It was I cared for probably too much. almost more important than the scene in six where he said maybe not more important but just as important than the scene in six where he says. I'm not worried, Harry. I am with you. Oh. Or, or that scene where they talk about walking into the arena with his head held high. No right. Like that. Cameron can sell that. And line. that's how long that was. Like, no. 
Yeah. He's not horrible. He's not given the right material most times. Don't you agree? Well, it was a huge improvement this time. It was a huge improvement over Angry Dumbledore. That's true. But still, Gambit didn't it just do anything sell differently. It. The script improved from the, the previous improved. book. Yeah. That's all. And Gambit is very outspoken about his unwillingness <sighs> to read the don't books. Get me no. He's like vigilantly unwilling <laughs> to read the books. Yeah. Which upsets I, I don't us want fans. another Dumbledore actor, just because yeah. I want some kind of continuity. If there are like-minded oh. folks about you, I'm sure Michael Gambit's birthday is coming up. And what better present for the fandom to give him than everybody to send him Half-Blood Prince? Why not? When I get a call from Warner Brothers saying... It's just a very nice gesture for his birthday to send him a highlighted version of a paperback Half-Blood Prince. That's all. I because didn't tell you, you to do that, if, though. If you no. like podcasts and you like to see it continue and not get sued by oh, the Warner Brothers so, people... Why are we getting sued by sending birthday presents? a thousand presents? Half-Blood Princes in paperback show up at Michael <laughs> Gibbons' dressing room door. Maybe he'll read one of them. And they say, why? Why? Oh, it's podcast. Uh, I'm going to get a phone call. Happy so, birthday, Michael Gambon. We thought you would like, like some books. You better like the podcast now, because you'll see us. We'll disappear, you know? Please save us. Save okay. funny things. Uh, two quick things. Um, my name's Elizabeth. I'm from Philly, by the way. My quick theory is Joe really likes a lot of the old like mythology and you know all the stories really follow the sort of Joseph Campbell archetypes and stuff. And before I hadn't really been a fan of the whole going on through the veil. But then if you look at a lot of like classical literature like the Aeneid and the Odyssey, I mean, they go to the underworld. People go to the underworld yeah. all the time. So now I'm becoming Classic. a big fan of that. Yeah. It's Golden Compass. I say it every time. Yeah, well, who has read the Philip Pullman series? <laughs> if you haven't, I'm sure they're in the store. Go get them. They're ama- like seriously an amazing series of books. I was thinking that, you know how, how close it was to going to die? Yeah. What if Harry has the behind the veil experience while he is that close to death? You talk to right. people all the time, people being close to death and having right. these um, experiences, right. and then you just pull them back. So he I hope so. Yeah. So it's something that happens a lot in other books. Right. So I think it could happen. So I have a question for you all. Something that's been bothering me lately is that the phoenix is always shown as this really powerful creature, but on the side of good. Like Dumbledore has fox, mm-hmm. and you know, there's and that's his Patronus and everything. Then why does Tom Riddle have a wand with fox's feather in it? Is there like some connection to Dumbledore? It's a big question. Yeah, because there's a big theory. That's part of, like, there's a Dumbledore is evil contingency out there. No, no. Yeah, no, no there is, actually. Well, who are these and people? I, I know, but they, they do. And they actually not believe here, that, they? And that, that, that Dumbledore has actually been working this whole time against Harry. So, no. I, 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 I reject that Harry. theory, but it does exist what out there. What are you reading? Well, n- Please, not ours. Okay. Oh uh, man, Dumbledore really? Dumbledore wanted Harry dead. He could have just left him at Godric's Hollow as a baby to get smashed by burning rubble or whatever it was. Well, but the the whole Phoenix thing uh, clearly seems to have something to do with immortality because right, Voldemort's quest for immortality. But right. I don't know how Harry fits into that. I guess we'll find out. But you know, but I think maybe too. Maybe it's interesting though. It has more to do with the choices. What you do with this great power. See, Riddle has is is the heir of Slytherin. He he is. Bequested with this great, bestowed with this great power, but it's his choice what he does with it. Dumbledore uses it, we think, for good, but Riddle uses it, Voldemort uses it for evil. So maybe that's why it was there. It's just, it's just to show his, his great strength. It just reinforces the similarities between the two characters. That's true. Oh, well, yeah, or between him and, like, and like Harry. You said, I mean. him and Harry. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Okay. Oh, yeah, oh, that's Phoenix a great about yeah, the parallel. The yew tree is about death. Right. Isn't the yew tree also about immortality? Right. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of 
Yeah. Yeah. Oy. Okay. Oh, we need good, to keep good, good, going. Good thank you. Because, yeah, we need. We have ten more minutes, guys. Ten. At the very most. Sorry. Um. First of all, I want to say fast where the whole Janice Patronus being a Phoenix started. Yeah. Where? It was on your podcast that no, Carlos, per, the Carlos. Carlos person. said it. Yes. No. Uh, yeah. Oh, we stink. It was. Mm. Wait, but he said he saw that at the screening. Yep. Carlos. Maybe they did change it. It's possible because that was possible. a really, really yeah. early screening. Yeah. It was an early screening. And the effects were not finished and at that we, point. And we you gave massive warnings. A phoenix for a horse. Yeah. So then yeah. they had to We gave it. massive warnings that anything you exactly. heard on that was early and could be changed. Wow. So, yeah. That's really, oh. So that's oh. where that whole thing started. Okay, I'm going to go back and listen to that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, now mm-hmm. we've set the record okay. straight. This is kind of just an elaboration on the whole Harry going beyond the veil and the whole cover being beyond the veil and that whole thing. And the whole Duffy Hallows being beyond the veil. Um, is it possible that Harry goes beyond the veil, but because of both the blood connection, one of them is able to get out? And also the whole thing with choices, that Harry is able to choose if he lives or dies? It would kind of make sense because Dumbledore's Harry's always... Like if Harry has a choice at the end to yeah, sacrifice like himself. Dumbledore's always like, it's the choices that you make. And yeah. the easy choice would be to die and be with Sirius and Dumbledore. And maybe he'd As be parents. able to see all of them beyond the veil. Mm-hmm. But then... The, the right choice. choice would be right. to go back and live with Ginny and everyone. That's not a hard choice to go yes. back and live with Ginny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't see them. It seems a little Frodo esque to me. I don't know. That's true. I don't know. The whole thing is a little Frodo esque. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. What? Thank you. It's good thought, though. Yay, Luna. Okay. Um, I had a couple of thoughts. Um, we f- might have to just because I want to get as many people as possible. We might have to get them down to one thought each. Is that okay with you guys? Because I want to get like, down sure. the line. Yeah. Is that cool? Okay. Um, well, we know that um, Joe uses like um, astronomy and mythology in her books, and um, Regulus, the star Regulus, is um, the brightest star in the constellation Leo the Lion. So my thought is that he may have a strong tie to Gryffindor because of that, and so yeah. Totally. What do you What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good because look, Sirius raised in that family of of Slytherins was a was a uh, Gryffindor. So that's yeah, yeah. yeah. and totally. also Harry's birth sign is Leo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Ooh. cool, Ooh. good, cool. very good. Hi, Sarah Beck. Hello. Hello. This you're not gonna like this, but Uh-oh. the. <laughs> It, it's all because of Emerson, that thing I saw you guys talking on the table. Oh, I love things that start with it's because of Emerson. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think that Harry is a horcrux, but I think his scar might okay. be a horcrux. Um, only because the only time the, Ab- the Avada Kedavra curse is never seen, but it shows up on Harry's forehead. And we don't know exactly how they're created, but that might be the reason why it's there at all. Um, we talked about the soul and how uh okay well let me skip that part Wait, but okay. just to, i just want to get this part out because i think that the reason um harry might be able to survive is because he has to be he would be willing to sacrifice himself uh because no greater love is that than he that is willing to die for his friends so that might be why he's able to survive uh you know and get the horcrux off of his head well that's that's why i think it might be yeah. It's, not, it's no longer it's the last no word. But here's my thing with the star being a horcrux. Harry was accidentally made a horcrux the night, October 31st, whatever. Right. Right. He didn't have a scar then. He had a cut. He didn't get a scar until later. True. But 
That's what I kind of I know like semantics, that. but she's very, she's like well, that. Joe is you know? yeah, pretty word specific, you're right. You know, I mean, like, yeah. he, he, has, he, gets, yeah. he gets, only gets a scar after it heals. That's a good point. Maybe, though. Ooh. Why did the Dursleys know about Neil Sporn? What? Sporn? Yeah. Some, that's a wizarding cut, John. Well, you think they would have tried. spell ever. Neil Sporn's yeah. going to clog it up. I'm sure it's scabbed it at some point. Yeah, but Harry picked it off while he was. Yeah, you don't pick a baby. your lightning bolt scabs. Well, Dumbledore <laughs> clearly picked the London Underground scab. Though if Probably. I had a scab that looked like the London Underground, I'd pick it off so it's scarred too, because that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a London Underground tattoo. Yeah. Okay, sorry. All right. Um, I had a question about Dobby and Creature. Yeah, Dobby and Creature. <laughs> yes. We Please. know that they're still tailing. They were tailing Draco. So do you think they might still be tailing him? And yes. maybe they, really still, they still have information to give Harry? Did you see, like, Creature complaining the whole way, like, when can we yes. stop tailing, the, you yeah. know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, you stumbled yes. upon our next canon conundrums for the next show. Oh. <laughs> I, okay. Okay. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> Thank All right. you. Yay. That's good. All right, we have five minutes. Five minutes, so talk fast. Okay. Mine's just a question. Gotta end the line there. Oh, okay. wow. No, the line is longer than I thought. Oh, my okay. gosh. Okay, I don't know if we'll get through everybody, but we'll try. Okay. I just have a question. I don't have any theories behind it, but um, in, the, in book six, in the second chapter, uh, Snape says that uh, Pettigrew has been sent by Voldemort to stay and to help him, and I was just wondering what he was assigned to help him with. Yeah, what kind of help does Snape need that Wormtail could what do? Can that, that, that's a lot of people with the theory that Voldemort sent Wormtail to spy on Snape yeah. to see what he was up to, to yeah. make sure he was on their side, to listen in to any kind of conversations he could have with any wives of Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> wives kind of, of Lucius Malfoy. But if Malfoy. Only if he suspected him, wouldn't he just kill him? Uh, no, because no. he realizes that he's a real he's, big tool. He's very yeah. valuable. He's very useful. You know, he's very useful. If you have a use to Voldemort, you're not going to be killed, right? Yeah. You know? Um, he could have just also needed him to cook. Well, Snape can just conjure things from other people's houses, probably. He had him doing errands when yeah. we saw him. <laughs> he does all the grocery shopping for yes. Snape. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. How did I end up with the Ravenclaw microphone? I see. I, I still think you're a Ravenclaw. Well, I know you well. choose a Gryffindor life, but I think oh, you're a Ravenclaw, too. <laughs> Miss, I don't know. Okay, my theory has to do with the cover, and it's kind of like hers, only different. Um, I do believe that they have gone beyond the veil and the cover, and the and, beyond, and the place just beyond the veil. Um, well, the, beyond the veil, if you go too far behind it, you enter the afterlife. But in between, there's kind of a place where you are not living, not dead yet. It's, Purgatory it's kind, of like, kind of thing, like but, a bridge. But, yeah, kind a of. It's kind of like a book I once in read space. once. Yeah. Um, in space. And, yes. Yeah, and if Harry is a Horcrux, like I said, um, he <laughs> um, he will understand that he has to die for Voldemort to be totally gone. So I believe he is reaching for the spirits of his parents and Sirius and Dumbledore and everybody else and all of, the, all of Voldemort's victims to guide him and also to take Voldemort away behind the veil so Voldemort's gone. If he is not a Horcrux, unless J.K. Rowling wants him to die anywho, and the spirit, then the spirits he's calling down will protect him and send him back outside the veil but take Voldemort with him to the afterlife. That's just mm -hmm. my thought on what could be going on during the cover. Well, there's a problem with the veil is that if you start to go behind it, you know, the thing will kill anything. That's why Dumbledore's hand is dead. It's because he put the ring through the veil. I just try to kill the ring. It comes back. His Wait, hand's what? black. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. Can we thank... Well, maybe. Well, unless Harry's mother's love is protecting him like it protected him when yeah. Pearl was... Well, maybe. I, I hadn't heard maybe. that. That's, that's my You never theory. hear the that's things John says, Sue. Oh, I 
Welcome to Pottercast. Wasn't that the big surprise for him? He put his hand back in his black. Okay, I must have liked it. See, kills anything. Okay, don't listen to John. Well, thank you. That's interesting. It's a good idea. I want to hear more about this in the car. We will hear it in the car, I'm sure. Um, this is just That's a question slash comment. <laughs> um, did anyone notice in the fifth movie they they use level corpses all over the uh, place? Yes, right? We noticed yeah. that, yeah. And it didn't do what it did in the book. Not even yeah. close. Level corpus is a spell in the book. What is it? Half upside down when Snape. Everybody yeah. does the same thing in the movies. It just flies you through the air. Except for Patrippicus Totalis. Well, 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 right. Especially with Luna, man. That was totally Wingardium Leviosa. That was not yeah. Levicorpsis. That was yeah. not. That's what, I saw when I, that's what I thought when I saw the trailer. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. yeah. Mm. Right. Well, but, I think they're, they're paying attention to Hapla Prince right now. And I think the screenwriter had actually said, and like, the, like they're going to not bring the locket in. Mentioned they said they're going to, David Haberman made remarks that they're going to bring the locket into uh-huh. to movie six. So maybe really? Yeah, he did. How are they going to get into movie six? That's interesting. Okay. He said we're going to bring it up then. Oh, right. Because of the... You, right, right. Obviously. D- don't listen to me. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, earlier, you were saying about the Dementors and help, um, sort of helping Harry suck out Sol. Um, if Harry was a Horcrux, I don't think he is. But if he was, I don't think the Dementors would help him by sucking out Voldemort's soul because don't the Dementors work for Voldemort? Yeah. And how do they know which piece of Harry is Sol? Exactly. And which piece yeah. of Harry is Voldemort? And they, yeah. they go, oh, 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 that looks like Voldemort. I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, good point. Very good point. I mean, Dementors and their sucking abilities <laughs> could just focus their lips on Harry's forehead and give him, you know, this kind of hickey. What? <laughs> like Dementor hickeys? Yeah. No. You know? No. Why not? No. Why not? You know? Harry no. could ask Thank you. No, oh, sorry. Not, thank you. I'm not going to back you up on this one. Okay, this is our last question of the podcast. Yes, Here it is. Um, Hope it's good. On the comment of one person she was going to kill, she's not going to kill, but oh, she's right. going to kill two new people. Um, I wonder the, the commonality of Fabian and Gideon. Uh, Ma's Other brothers. Oh, brothers, and now you've got Fred and George who gave Draco the not Peruvian cool. powder and need not to pay cool. for that. I think it's Fred and George. Do you know, I'd rather it be Fred and George than Fred or George. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah, I do. They stick together to the very end. Yeah. Can you imagine one twin dying? Oh, my God. There, there will still be seven Weasley kids when Harry and Hermione come into the family by marriage. Yeah. So we can lose the twins. It's all right. There'll still be seven. No, I no. think Percy's going. Yeah. Where's Percy, Percy? going to go? Do you want to do a quick, quick live or die to end it? Okay. Quick, 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 live or die, because we are now in, like, what, six days before the book? Six. So, quick, live or die. Harry. Ah, Ron. Crookshanks. Not Crookshanks. Crookshanks. Hermione. Neville. Luna. Snape. Uh, Hagrid. What about Draco? Draco, Draco. Hagrid gets a die. Do we do Drake? So Draco's dead? Draco. Uh, chapter three. <laughs> John, you gave him chapter yeah, five recently. I did. What's well, all right? Dumbledore. I knew you were going to say ah. that. No. R.A.B. Dead. See, not even died. Dead. They all said it. Wormtail. Die. Lupin. Bell- yeah. Bellatrix. Die. 
Roll the really want her to die. Lucius. Die. Mrs. Weasley. Live. Arthur Ginny. Weasley. Live. Ginny Weasley. Live. Hedwig. Anybody else important that we've missed? Grably Plank. No. Dollish. 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 What? You're breaking John's heart. Oh, oh. Rufus Scrimjar. What about McGonagall? McGonagall. Okay, okay. Okay, that's good. Professor Sprout. (laughs) Die. Live. Live. Umbridge. Die. Please die. All right. Guys, thank you, New Jersey. Thank you, our friends at the Moaning Myrtles. You can get their CD back there. Thank you, Moaning Myrtles. You can get our shirts and all that stuff back there for a long time. And thank thank you you again. missed it. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. It's spooky how the time flies when we're having fun. (laughs) 